Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Saturday, June 11th, 2016 edition of Beyond the Gate Radio. I'm your host, David M. Baker, and my co-host tonight is, as always, Sherelle. Welcome, Sherelle. Thank you. Uh, Welcome to you, too, David. I'm glad to be on the show today, and I thank um, our guests in advance for coming on the show, spending some time with us on this Saturday. Yes. It's a marvelous day. We have the rare privilege of having celebrity psychic Michelle White Dove with us today. Very special show. We are honored. Uh, Celebrity psychic Michelle White Dove is the first legitimate psychic to prove her supernatural abilities by being tested on television, filmed under the strict FCC guidelines to guarantee authenticity, Lifetime TV named her America's number one psychic, awarding her this title of distinction after she won America's Psychic Challenge, a competitive reality TV show. She is the most tested medium in America, having also been tested on Sixth Sense International. Naturally gifted since childhood, Michelle has many God-given talents. These abilities enable her to connect with her guardian angels and spirit guides to give clear and accurate information about personal issues, world events, and the future. She has a 98% accuracy rate with her readings. White Dove has been featured on TV around the globe in the HBO documentary No One Dies in Lilydale a film that showcases her gifts. As an expert in her field, she has been featured on some North America's most conservative shows, NBC's Today show, interviewed by Matt Lauer, ABC TV's 190 North, CBS News, Fox News, WGN Superstation Morning News, PBS TV's Viewpoints, CTV News, Breakfast TV, Canada, The Alan Combs Show, and NPR to discuss the reality of psychic abilities and after-death communication. She was also invited to give a reading to uh, Patty Stanger, Bravo TV's Millionaire Matchmaker. Yes. Now, for more information on Michelle, please go to her website, michellewhitedove.com, which is also posted at the bottom of her bio on the radio show page. Additionally, She's an author and lecturer. Michelle is the author of six books and a frequent speaker and lecturer at events and conferences around the world. And let me mention briefly, she's the author of Angels Are Talking. She talks with angels, Ghost Stalker, Ghost Stalker 2, Ask White Dove, and a wonderful children's book, My Invisible Friends. Now, without any further ado... We're going to bring in Michelle. Michelle, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. You know, Michelle, we've been following you 
also read almost all your books, except the last two that I read, which I'm going to have to get. We even watched you on America's Psychic Challenge, and we were rooting for you the whole time. And yes. We're, <laughs> and and uh, I'm glad that you won. You deserve it because we already knew before that. I started reading your books years ago that, you know, you were the best. So uh, you proved it right <laughs> there. You. Now you have abilities, certain abilities. I just want to touch on that briefly. Clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. Yeah. Could you just uh, touch on that briefly for us so the audience knows? Yeah, well, you do when you start saying clairvoyance, telepathic, and clairaudio, they're like, okay, what is she saying? And basically, it's not, it's not, we're not talking about the five human senses on a physical level, but I'm using it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Uh, I see, I hear, I feel, I smell, I taste, I know I'm one. Uh, but yet, I'm just really nothing more than the humble messenger, the middle middleman or person, you know, that God gave these gifts to, to to use uh, and to utilize them for the best of humanity. Yes, in other words, is the uh, abilities I like to call them psychic tools. I suppose that's close. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to raise your vibration to connect with spirit, and they have to lower that their vibration. Correct. That's amazing. Well, uh, yes, yes. I, and that's why, you know, prayer and meditation is so important because when we're praying, we're talking to spirit. And when we're meditating, we're listening. And a lot of times people say, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing that praying, but are you really stopping it, you know, using that communication, the skills like in any other relationship to to listen, to be still and listen to that, that inner voice, that knowing. And we all have it. Yes, we do. It's natural. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So you channel when you do readings. Uh, so that also means that, I mean, as you know, when you raise your vibration and have spirit communication, that's a form of channel, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. That's the difference between a medium and a psychic. All mediums are psychics, but not all psychics are mediums because psychics are continuing the continuance of life, you know, and and that is through eternity. And we're here, but we can still have that connection and, and prayer. I like the way you say tools because they're also universal tools or laws that if we abide by and live in this lifetime, it can be done so gracefully and painlessly and, and, and joyfully, you know, and, and be the paradise that it once was here on earth and with people, with humanity. But I was born with these gifts, and, and I definitely over the years have learned to fine-tune them, and I still develop them, and and so people don't realize, even though I may be reading for them today, it was in person, but let's say via telephone from Tokyo or any part of the world, even though I'm reading and the information is about that person, it's not coming from that person. It's coming from spirit. It's coming from whether you want to call that the collective consciousness, God, the great spirit, their guardian angels or their loved ones or their mediums, uh, not mediums, I'm sorry, or their, you know, entourage of support team which are not only angels but spirit guides helpers so mediums are improving the continuation of life by talking and communicating to those that have crossed over but still obviously uh can let's say i don't want to say interfere but interact with us on this side which we think of that as the spirit world which is really the dream world dream world spirit world well you hit that <laughs> i was going to say i like how you describe that because it has um, – I was having trouble 
saying, you know, we've always said like the, the psychic team or your, you know, your psychic group behind you, but that was a great way of uh, expressing it because I was always looking for someone to come up with something that I can really grasp onto. And that's really important. It is, you know, everyone is connected and it is that psychic team. It might, like you said, you might be reading for that person, but it's all the, it's all the information uh, spiritual information in and through that person. So uh, past lives, it's uh, not only past lives, it's, you know, what's going on around them, family members or, you know, whoever has been continuing to contact or sending messages. And so that is really important. Thank you. I was waiting for someone to actually put it somewhere so I can really understand it. And I appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> well, I try to keep it as simple as it is. People get complicated enough, as we know, through trying sure. man-made religion. It's a play of words, really. But I'm just, I'm a, I'm a middleman, and I have a gift, and um, I just choose to use it as, you know, whether I'm working a murder case, whether I'm finding somebody, whether I'm reading for somebody, let's say, in Dubai, and they go, well, how could you possibly get, get this information about me because I'm not giving it to you? Because it's not coming from you. It's coming from spirit, and they're spot on. They know 100%. They yes. know where you've been, where you're at, where you're going, and if it's not going too well, say, down path A, they're going to warn you and say, take path B, and this is where it will end. And They don't always give you all the answers or the cheat sheets test. But really, we're just like, I, I think of myself as a spiritual advisor, a counselor on, on different levels, and and I do work as a health intuitive, and I love working with children. That's what inspired me to write the children's book, My Invisible Friends, which is about their guardian angels, and also uh, doing doing uh, health work, working as a health intuitive. You get such a, a feeling of satisfaction and completion because what good is life if we don't have quality or quantity and, you know, and have our health? It's everything. That's true. You can live to be 130, but if you have no no quality of life, no health to carry on, it's That's right. You know, it's hard to go on that long. That's right. And that affects everything else. It's a domino effect. So I like just putting it all together and realizing that, well, showing people that they can too. And that's why I did America's Psychic Challenge. Uh, I actually passed on that three times. It was the third time that we wrapped it up. And they did not tell me about the challenges, and nor did I know about the money. But I didn't do it for the money. I did it because I wanted to prove to people in the United States as well as I didn't know it. They are outside at the time and shared worldwide, but that they really are people that are gifted and have this, you know, this connection that's a little bit more fine-tuned, polished, and we can use it to help people and help them in a positive way and be of service. And it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's rare to find, but we're out there. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to prove and that we can make a difference. I believe the same thing. I believe that you were guided to that for a reason you see, you have uh, an amazing gift, a rare gift. And once you get high profile like that, noticed by a lot of people and prove things, I believe that the reason that happens is so now you can get the message out to the masses instead of a handful of people. And I believe that's what it's really about. And that's exactly what you just told us. And that's Amazing. You sure have a great spirit team behind you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I said. Uh, they're my best friends and the best bodyguards you can have in the world. And it was funny. They told me actually about some of the tests before I got there. And, you know, you were drove around and they took your, your senses away, your five human senses of seeing and hearing. And 
especially the Six Months International. That was a global challenge against other winners of countries that did a, you know, a Psychic America's Challenge version, like London, Russia, uh, Norway, Belgium, Holland. And then, yes, I wore red, white, and blue for the United States, but I am the most tested. And people say, well, why do you put yourself, you know, why do you throw yourself out there and your reputation? Well, it's not really me. It's spirit. Spirit's always right. And as long as I'm listening to that, then that takes me where I need to go and helps people along the way. And, and the reason that I wrote the books, my first book was uh, put on the shelf in 2000. She talks with angels. It was not about the money I published on myself. It was about getting the message out there worldwide to the masses. And now I'm on my eighth book. And right now I'm working on the second children's book, which is called uh, the angels of the ocean. And you open it up and it says, welcome to the blue world, dolphins, whales, and mermaids. So it's to educate our children about the ocean, the environment, and vice versa. That's wonderful. So your gift goes beyond doing a reading or giving somebody advice. Oh, yeah. It goes beyond. <laughs> and and that's definitely uh, a true gift. It, it comes with it, I, I believe. You know, we have responsibility for not only people on the earth, but the earth and people together, too. That's amazing. And you also have, yeah. you have, you do many things besides, you know, Angel Channel as well, Psychic Detective, Health Intuitive, yeah. uh, Media Expert yeah. on the Mesophysical, all that. You know, of course, people would come to you for it. Uh, psychic Detective, you know, so I've, I've done a lot of those things in, in my career as well, but I narrowed it down to just teaching and doing readings <laughs> mainly because it just takes too much energy out. I mean, look, I'm 66 it, it right now, and I I just, you know. God bless you. Yeah, but, uh, and I'm re- retired. So, and I was in the uh, law enforcement, so I'm retired law enforcement, so naturally. <laughs> yeah, I saw oh, they, Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You've actually worked with. I saw your badge. I, I knew you already served. I look at it as serving the country as well. So you, you're a man that served. And then it's cool that you've now connected to more of a, a spiritual, more opened up your mind to something even greater, and you're still doing it on a greater level. So that's really cool, David. I did. After I got my first book out, uh, the, a lot of the officers there, they would, you know, quietly tell me about their experiences. But once the book was published, I had a crowd of people every break time asking me oh, questions, yeah. or there's something in my house, or who's behind, you know, all that stuff. So, oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness, I was overwhelmed. But you know, it is overwhelming. <laughs> so the uh, oh, by the way, the uh, the psychic twins, our friends and prior, prior guests, wanted to mention that they work with you on some uh, murder case or something like that. So I guess uh, we did the Trisha Trisha show together. Uh, if we're talking about the twins, yes, uh, they they worked a murder case, and I worked a haunted uh, home and dealt with a family, and then there was another. Yeah, it was interesting. It was called the Trisha show. Yes, we've worked together and we're friends many years. Excellent. Now your books, I'm really interested in. You know, Angels Are Talking, of course. I guess not long after oh, that's it was my released. Favorite. Oh, that's sorry. What, uh, I can see them on the bookshelf right now, <laughs> all lined up. <laughs> I was interested in all the books and, you know, Ghost Stalker and Ghost Stalker 2. Now, my mother's from England. My dad is Native American and Spanish, but he married her in England, brought her over here. Then we went back to England to, to live. And I know it's very haunted there, but I've never had the opportunity to go into a haunted castle. Can you tell us anything uh, what it's like to be in one of those? 
Oh, yes, I spent a lot of time with him, actually. Not only when I was uh, writing Ghost Soccer 1 and 2. 1 was in the United States. I had so much fun with the first one. I did Ghost Soccer 2 based in uh, the old world, Europe. So uh, we also did a Sacred Sites tour uh, through uh, England and also Ireland, uh, more so the country part. And uh, that's quite lovely. And they're, they're very... Uh, more open there and also open more to working with the what they call the elements of the elementals the fairy kingdom you know fire air water earth and the elements that govern them that's, that's yes that, that's interesting definitely yeah, is <laughs> yes <laughs> well it's just amazing you know here in the states we have a tendency to put things up and turn them down in the old world, what I like and what I, you know, I, I'm totally zen and one of my favorite places is it's through my blood is in Ireland. And uh, that's where I find myself the most zen. And it's very spiritual there, you know, through Ireland and even Scotland and Wales and, and uh, England. And some of the best, uh, they say, mediums and schools actually come out of the, from London. And uh, it, it's just, you get a lot of imprints, though, David, that's, a bit different from actual like poltergeist or hauntings. Sometimes it's just an imprint. Like let's say I was doing ghost soccer one with Smurdo's plantation from the slave times. And uh, there were different spirits that were there and they did a lot of voodoo. And so there was imprints as well as actual hauntings, you know, poltergeist. And a lot of people think they go hand in hand or they're one and the same. When one, you actually have a spirit or spirits that are active and making their presence known and communicating through ways they can use the energy or uh, spirits that are actually there and energy can manipulate energy, just like mediums can raise our energy, David, as you talked about, and a spirit has to kind of lower their their uh, energy. I don't know if that was you, David, or I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. Uh, yeah, I said already two words. Your your co-host here. Oh, it's Sherelle. It's okay. It's Sherelle. Sherelle, you're over there just yes. silent. I'm like, bring her back. Come back. But, <laughs> I'm uh, still here. <laughs> it was it. just a, it's a place a place to prove that you know that there's these hauntings and and uh, imprints and that would show up on people's cameras. People would check in, but they'd run and check right on out. They never even get. Which leads <laughs> me to a couple interesting questions. After this, I just want to mention that I remember reading that in your book. So when uh. My brother lives in uh, Jefferson Parish in Louisiana, my brother Tony. Oh, yeah. And he retired recently. We went there last year, and I told my wife, let's go to Madame Laveau's tomb. Let's go to Myrtle's plantation and this and that. Cause, you know, <laughs> so we finally made a trip out there. And, wow, interesting. So the um, spirits, when they pass over, so if if somebody passes away, how come some people go to light and some people hang around as right, a Right, there you go. That's a perfect question. Thank you. That's what got me to write the book. I was watching something on television on Halloween, and they just had it all wrong about what ghosts are and why do they stay. And So the difference between a ghost and, let's say, our loved one that's crossed over is our loved one, let's say, our mother that she's crossed over and made her transition into from this realm to cross over into what some say the light or like a tone or so they see their family. There's a home welcoming party for us. Like a, Hey, how was your trip? It was great. How was yours? It sucked. How was yours? It was okay. Uh, but we're celebrated just for even coming to this planet because it's based on free will. And then we have that, you know, home welcoming party. And then we have what's called a life review and evaluation, not judgment day, not damnation, hell, 
good spirits, a loving spirit, great spirit, good spirit, not a judging spirit. We do that to ourselves because we play out our life not only from our perspective and place at that time in this journey, let's say in this lifetime, but from anyone and everyone we've ever interacted with, the kindness that we dished out or the pain that we dished out, you know, on all levels. And that's called a life review and evaluation. And then we go into a place of healing. And then when that healing is done, then they come out. And there's seven levels to the heavens. And you can't really chalk it up to size or time and place. And because spirits outside of time and space, as we know it here on Earth, right. it's, it's a program. But uh, it's it's topics are something I did to just explain to people that some things, let's say a very horrific uh, suicide, a lot of times that soul has gone on to the light or have gone with their guardian angels that help them. Because we do have our angels and spirit guides to help us get over and family in case we're having a difficult time. But a lot of times with suicides, or let's say murder cases, the soul isn't ready to go over to the light. They choose to be earthbound uh, because they want to help the family, to help the police officer find justice in their murder case. And they want that that person that murdered them that was probably right there uh, close to the family or within the family, I'm just saying as an example. Uh, so they're, they're seeking justice and closure, and they want healing for the family and healing for the soul. And when that person is where they need to be or what you know, happens for the family, healing, and that soul is dealt with justice, then they go to the light. I'm just using one example. But that's the difference, David. That makes a lot of sense that somebody might want to stay here to work something up before they cross over, especially right. if it's an untimely death, right? Exactly. Or suicides, murders. Yes. That's where I've seen the most wayward spirits. And I even say to them, why in the heck would you be here still on this planet when you complained about it in life? You took yourself out, and now you're still looking, you know, you're still here, right, just in right. your lighter form. And so you, when you put that to them, when they have that realization, oh, yeah, that's a good question. Well, And so as being a medium, when I showed up in these locations, I wanted to know their story. I wanted to help these ghosts. I wanted to know why they were there. I wanted to help them cross over if I could. I couldn't make them because God gives us free will. but say spirit gives us free will. Some of them I could. Some of them were friendly. Some of them were not so friendly, and I got them at least to get off of me by spirit. But we go when we're ready, and when we have eternity to work things out, some of us just take a little bit longer than others. It does. It and does, yeah. This is such a short time here on Earth compared to the other side and suicides yes suicides that have gotten in readings uh people have asked me well don't they go to hell during, during my readings for example just to validate what you said i've never seen anybody in any reading where there's a suicide or anything in flames i've always seen them with a beautiful garden around them i've never seen them with flames or devil or horns or any of that never and I communicate on a daily basis with spirit, not only loved ones, but with angels and, you know, follow the God, Holy Spirit themselves and the angel kingdom. And there is no such thing as hell. The hell that is uh, created by man is written in some books, part of it, added, taken away. But, the, but there is no hell. Hell is, is a man-made creation, and we're living pretty close to it here on Earth in some parts. That's true. I do agree with that. I uh, yeah. was listening to you to uh, talk and I remember seeing this show a while ago. It was called Defending Your Life with um, 
I forgot the girl's name that plays on there. And it, it was like they passed away and then they had this life review. And it's some of the shows get it right, you know, little pieces of it. Exactly. But, you know, but then the rest of, of us is, yeah, not not the whole thing. So I, I understand why it just seems to be a, a just – we're bombarded now with all different kinds of shows and I guess to kind of soften the blow for everyone, because before it was just, it was woo woo and it was, Oh, you know, you can't talk about it, but now people are now accepting, accepting it. So how do you feel about that now that everyone is kind of opening up to it? I think it's funny. The joke's not really on me. It's on them, isn't it? It's like Christ. Yeah. Yeah, until I realized everything I was saying, I thought it's just out there for everyone to see when you're a little girl, you know, very small, not programmed, not taught a certain way. And I thought people could see what I could see or, you know, was communicating or knowing the things that I was going to find out. Everybody was pointing at me, making me the odd one. She's a freak. You know, she's not normal. Okay, what's normal? If it's what I read most of the time, I'm not interested. And really, what is that? Everybody's definition of them that's different. But uh, I, I shut my mouth until I was 18 for being crucified for it, and uh, especially coming up in the South, you know, the Bible Belt. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> and so after I experienced my near-death experience at 18, where I crossed over and came back, clearly, uh, then that changed everything for me, and I didn't care about what anybody thought because they're going to think what they're going to think based on their presumptions or uh their perception or conclusions or opinions. And I'm not interested in any of that, just the truth. And, you know, it always comes very lovingly from the top if you're listening. So after after that experience, I got to experience what home's like. I remember heaven and why I was here and what I needed to do. And, you know, it just put all the pieces together, like you said, and then I was able to play them up confidently, not caring about what anybody thought because knowing that the difference that Spirit showed me in my future, which, you know, I was 18 when I had crossed over and it came back, was the future that I did want to fulfill because it made such a wonderful difference in this planet, people's lives. And so that's what I've been doing since I was 18, without well, any shame and proud of it. I feel the same way. You know, Cheryl and I both had near-death experiences as well. And um, I've, I have empirical proof from spirit that it exists and everything. And, you know, I just told you my age. So I don't let anything anybody says bother me. I know what I know. And I don't, uh, have faith or believe. I know. So exactly. you know, at, at this time, I just did walk my path. Nobody else could walk it for me. They don't tell others how to walk their path. But <laughs> That's right. It's easier that way. Now you, It is. It is. I mean, if we spend all that time, and even when we finally got whatever it was they were thinking or whatever that perfect is or whatever made that person comfortable, they find something else or somebody else would. So that's why we just got to get, you know, paying uh, attention and clean up, I say, our own house and, you know, and, and take personal accountability and do good on to others and even our environment. I'm a big humanitarian, not only about our environment, but children, big advocate. Uh, just overall, for me, it's global. And, you know, some of us don't wake up spiritually, even more of us, and act on it. It's, 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 you know, there are, thank God, more than one probable outcome or future, but uh, I've seen them, and we still need to change it and make it a better future. I totally agree, and for anybody that's just tuning in, we have celebrity psychic Michelle White Dove, 
and her website is michellewhitedove.com. Please check it out. She has a lot of interesting events and things going on as well as some amazing books. Now, Michelle, past life has always intrigued me. Um, you know, as a medium, I've gotten them for people as well, and I've also went through a regression. And, uh, you know, so my question is this. This is why I usually tell people from my perspective and see if you agree or not. Uh, I think people say, well, why is all this stuff happening to me? Well, I believe if something ha- doesn't happen to you, then you're going to be in la-la land all the time in paradise. And after a while, you're going to get bored. <laughs> you can't spiritually grow or progress. But if things happen to you, correct. you know what I mean? So so Earth is a school. No, that's correct. That's why we come here. Earth is a schoolhouse. And some of us want to get through kindergarten right away to go to first. And some of us just want to skip some grades and maybe maybe go to college, maybe not, you right. know, or, or, or go further. But basically, you nailed it. This is a temporary schoolhouse for us souls to work out certain lessons and certain karmic debts that not only affect this realm, but affect other realms, including the heavens. And this is just one short journey out of many that we take. And this is not the only planet, and we are not the only group of God's children, and we shouldn't be presumptuous to think so. Because if you look out there at night at all those stars and all those planets, have they been explored? No. We only know, what, 8% of this now? Maybe 12% of the ocean, not even. That's another world within a world. <laughs> that's right. It's yep, that's amazing. Right. Universes. Vast and unlimited. So people come back a few times to experience different things or work things out, as you said. So have you had, I mean, when you do a past life reading, you're not going to say, oh, yes, you were Cleopatra to a lot of people or Mark Anthony or, or somebody like that, right? It's it's not really like that. It's, I mean, No, it's not like that. Oh, it's so funny. Everybody thinks there's somebody that they want to be back in time that's famous. Of course. Usually they're boring. They're usually it's a boring farmer, you know, and they're like, what do you mean I'm a farmer or a prostitute, you know? I mean, it's the oldest, that's it's the oldest, oldest trade, right? That's right. Thank you. It's the oldest profession. I'm just saying. So the point is, it's like, this has been going on and on. I mean, it, it's really quite funny. The joke is on us with the spirit, right? Because we're the ones that are still down here conversing. Is this a schoolhouse or not? And, and we really just need to get through the levels and the programs to move on to figure out better things. I'm just trying to get my mission complete, David. I don't know about you or you. <laughs> but, so I can get my oh, quota yeah. in and, you know, go back home and uh, maybe just chill out on the first level called Paradise. I think that's great. Yeah, I don't want to come back either. I said, oh, this is the last time. You know, I don't want to come back. I might change my well, mind when I go over there. <laughs> but right now, I feel that. Like, nah. Wow. I'll come back for the now. barbecue. I'll come back for the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I've already been grilled too, put on air. No, I know I I already had that experience. No thanks. No, David, I can tell you, you've already built yourself a mansion in the heavens, my friend. You're not coming back. You are helping so many people right now in this realm as well as you're pulling a double meeting when you're in spirit when you think you're sleeping, and so you're good. You only come back if you feel a great pull in your heart for humanity, but. Go get past it by the time you get there, so you're good and so on. Now, you, young lady, that's quiet over there on the phone. Uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, the curi- your curiosity gets you, that mind of yours gets you. How do you go? Yeah. You yeah. Come back. It's, 
it's it might be that, but if I I just didn't want to come back by myself, David. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I would think about that that show with uh, Robin Williams when he uh, dreams that come that May, and then he finally oh wasn't that okay. Oh my goodness, that was so great. And then she's like, "Let's do it again," and he was like, "What? Okay." <laughs> so they came yeah. back. So. I mean, he came yeah. back, but yeah, yeah. But look how he went out. Now that's crazy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes, then it becomes surreal, right? A moment taken. Yeah, I think that's another thing that we take for granted. You know, people think, oh, we might get into a little tiff with, you know, or if it's a roomie that you're staying with, or maybe your other half, and oh, they'll be back. I'll see him after you know work today. Well, guess what? Maybe you won't. So I think that we should be a little bit more conscientious as each individual or soul or human being to be present, be in the moment, live fully in the moment. Like as if your angels were staring you in your eyes right there with their big wings, would you be conducting yourself the way you are? That's why I ask myself a lot of times to check myself, the ego, because you can't deny what exists, it persists. So I just thank it for moving over and I try to master grace, but if that ego is there, we're we're just too intellectual and we're not really tuning into that inner voice. At least that's what I find. Yep. Ego can pop up in humans in this plane since we're pretty much blocked from the other realm. It's a natural human trait, but as long as we yep. can recognize it and try to work with it, at least we have that ability. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You can't deny it exists. So you just simply acknowledge it. Thank you for moving on over and you talk to your higher self. It's really that easy. Our good friend of mine, Ann Gaiman, uh, she's in Lilydale. She was also in the HBO documentary, No One Dies in Lilydale. She used to Michelle, just say, let let the ego go and God take over. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Thank you. And that will check me. Yeah. Because not uh-huh. everybody was born this way. Some people say they have come into their abilities after a near-death experience. I hear that story a lot. For me, I already had the gifts. So I just came into the awakening more so of what my future was and to, how to do it to do it, you know? I agree. I uh, I already had the abilities, seen spirits as a child, and uh, I think around about 1969 is when I started for a couple of years studying all of this, but I didn't use it until I was in my uh, 50s, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I studied yeah, more. Yeah, that's all right. I guess I'm a, a late bloomer, but yeah, some people do open up, you know, their third eye really opens up, so to speak, after a near-death experience. And then yeah. they say that there's a reason why we all, not everybody has it, but, you know, certain ones of us were meant to have this near-death experience for a reason. And yes. I believe there's a reason. Yeah, everybody's uh, experience is different. and. That's right, that's right. As far as, you know, when you sleep, you dream. Some people say, I don't dream, I don't remember, nothing happens. I believe that, you know, your soul (laughs) is energy. Energy never rests, but the physical body does. So when you go to sleep, your spirit, attached by a silver cord, goes to dream uh, past lives, uh, talk to the spirit guides, go to heaven, uh, visit or check the Akashic records or do something. Yeah. But something's always going on. But I think we're meant to be blocked from most of that so we uh, it won't interfere with our path down here. Do you agree with that? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, otherwise we'd all have the answer all the time, right? We just say, okay, what is it? And that's like getting the cheat sheet to the test. You get the cheat sheet to the test. I have people all the time go, Michelle, what is it? And sometimes spirit will say, you know, I'll know, but they'll say, no, that's for them to learn, not for you to tell them. It's like almost answering the back in a way with the very thing, the question to get them to, they already know it. It's within their higher self, but their ego's on the way. And I'd say, well, what did you want to do when you were really, really young? They're like, oh, I always wanted to do this. I'm like, well, why not do this? And they're like, well, I'm 30 now. It's too late in life. I'm like, at 30, it's too late in life. <laughs> come on, give me a break. You know, and then they realize they can come back to something that was a passion or a love or that they were going to do in their contract. But for whatever reason, maybe it was money or something else, low self-esteem, they went off a path and went another way. I mean, so that's why I like to tell people free will, not only individually, but collectively determines our fate. When you say, David, it determines it individually and collectively. Free will, what we do here on earth, it affects everything. It affects others. I do I do believe that. Yeah, it does. That's powerful. Now, yeah. an interesting question, that which is going to lead to a fun question after that. I guess it'll be fun. How come <laughs> some... Mediums, you know, some are ghost whispers and some aren't. In other words, some mediums can mainly just see ghosts and some mainly just cross over spirit and some can see everything like you and I. It, yeah. Is it just the way the gift is, I suppose, right? Yeah, so, there's a lot of friends of mine that I know that are mediums, but they can't, they don't want to see. They don't want to see to the eye, you know. They'll say, I'm a, they, they'll say to me, they can hear, you know, clairvoyant or not clairvoyant, but clairaudio, I'm sorry, which means the hearing is to spirit, which I have incredible hearing, not only here on earth, like canine hearing, but hearing, um, putting my ground to the winds or to spirit and just listening sometimes. So that that's interesting. But you're right. Um, a lot of people don't come until later on in life. And then some people, it's early on life. And I mean, look, I had the gifts and, I used them, but then everybody told me what a freak I was. I put them away until I was 18, and then I didn't pull them out again until I was 18, really, afterwards. And then I felt like I didn't worry about judgment, I guess you could say, from other people, as so many of us do, or being accepted, or just clicker that. You know, I was just worried about getting that. Not worried. I just said, oh, gosh, I got a mission to fulfill and uh, a short time to do a lot of work. <laughs> That's right, and you have to keep on going. Even during the times past, like more than a decade ago, they would snicker if you said you saw a UFO, a ghost, or had these abilities. But now it's more widely accepted with the preponderance of these uh, mainstream media uh, paranormal shows on TV. They're just going bananas now, but it kind of helped us a little bit. Yes, people are definitely much more open about it now. And what I find also interesting, even the hospitals now, they're open to letting people in that want Reiki, let's say, or they want uh, a medium there or some, you know, something that's considered to be Eastern or holistic or spiritual. So, you know, there's finally a bridge there. So I'm happy about that, too. I mean, we're making, we're making some ground, but I, I definitely know that we can individually, collectively come together and go a lot further, quicker, more peacefully happy <laughs> that would be nice that's right it's and funny that that you mentioned hospital because that's a place that i work and there they built a new uh 
new facility and the old facility is shut down and we went through the new the old facility and it has so much heavy energy in there and I was just like oh my goodness and I I wanted David to come and a couple people keep saying have him come have him come and walk through there while it's still empty and it is just so heavy so heavy yeah I'm not a big fan of having to go to the hospital to visit someone else I really love respect the minute I'm going right I always come home and take like a salt bath you know to get the I call it that tank because you have a lot of spirits that sometimes don't leave the hospital believe it or not or they stay there you know or you have those spirits that are always in transition when you go to the hospital or those that are sick and dying and I can smell that I can see that so for me hospitals are like oh that's the last place I want to go unless you know it's absolutely necessary but there's a lot of residue energy where you were in the older place you could feel it yes Yes, it it feels like like it, it like a a cloak of um like just really yeah yes yes it feels thick yeah 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 like you're almost oh, I can't breathe yeah it's an awful feeling I know it too well how about you David <laughs> he's like I stay out of those places yeah you know I've been there and other places and you know like in even Alcatraz penitentiary and hospitals and all oh. that. There's dead people almost everywhere I go, and I have to protect oh. myself and shield myself so I don't feel drained or sick or whatever. So I, I'm always that's, having to do that. Important. Now, uh, I'm everywhere I've lived, just about, you know, uh, has been haunted. And a couple of places I've, lived, <laughs> I've actually seen the apparition, and I've got uh, I've been on the USS Hornet, and I've got a picture that looks like a regular photograph, but it's not a person. Believe me, uh, it's not. Uh, some interesting <laughs> stuff happened. So I wanted to ask you, because I'm a guy, okay, what is the most uh, memorable hunting or investigation that you did? Can you give us some highlights of that? The most haunted, you say? Haunted or, or interesting, anything? That... Haunted and, uh, haunting and interesting and and. And for me, the first place that I was actually like, I really want to get the heck out of here, was called the uh, White Witch End. And uh, oh, it's called yeah. Roseville Hall, I believe. Yeah. And actually, you can you can, you can can uh, come on and you can basically, I'm trying to think, it's on YouTube. I believe it's on one of my, one of my social sites where you can actually see uh, it play out where I'm in uh, talking about the White Witch. Uh, the white witch and and she would have uh, the days of the plantation and she still haunts the place and she's seen and she physically attacks people and assaults them and so it's called the uh, I believe yes yeah, she's called the white witch but she actually choked my neck and that imprint I'm still working on getting off as well as when I was going through with the owner and going through the property and the land and talking about it and doing this on camera she tried to push me down the stairs. Thank God I grabbed hold of uh, one of the camera guys that I knew. But, yeah, she was a very nasty spirit for me to deal with, and I had to shield myself and actually uh, call in my support team, which I did already, but then just say I had enough and get out of there because there were just so many of them, too many in one spot. When I lived in Hawaii, there was some really strong energy over there, and there's a couple places over there I absolutely, 100%, and I'm a... A warrior, military, a law enforcement, you know, but I, that kind of guy, but I won't go in those areas. It's too negative, too strong, a couple of sacred places. 
uh-uh, no way I'm going in there. Even if somebody said, I'm going to put you on TV, let's go in there. No. So, you know, I get why you want to leave right there. I don't want anything to happen to me either. <laughs> well, see, I, I mean, I've done it both ways. But that was, I'd probably say, though, besides Myrtle's Plantation outside of New Orleans, the French Corners, where I had them physically touch me. Because normally, you know, I'm like you, David, even before I read, even after I read, you know, I go walk in nature, I take a salt bath, I shield up, and I, you know, I call get the day off me because you're in and out of energy. And uh, I think it's important also, I always say we're only as good as our company. Be aware of the company that you keep, what comes out of your mouth, who you're with, what you're doing, all of that's a reflection. What do you say? Totally agree. And the, message, and the methods that you use, we employ oh, them yes. as well. Definitely does yes. is cleansing. The walk through the park, the salt bath, or occasional oh, stage of the house. Yeah. Oh yeah, we uh, when if I was going to be doing an event or some readings, I would listen to the news or anything like that. You know, I don't want to see anything bad. I just play some music, have a candle, take a salt bath, and do all my stuff. Yeah. You know, and that really helps you open up. Yeah, that's what I do. It's the same thing. And if I, people always say, well, if you can't turn the the gift off the shelf. Then what do you do with it? And it was like, well, I, I never found the off button. I prayed about it in spirit civil. So if I gave you an off button, you would have pushed it. And then that's what good would it be? <laughs> so so that, that's I a find, no for you. Yeah, I know, right? What can I say to that? And so what I find is music. If I jump into music or if I'm like writing or words, I can kind of drown out the outer noise, so to speak, and just tune in, zone in to one thing. And so it drowns out the other noise. But other than music or like nature... Eh, it's difficult meditation <laughs> that's right i find uh when i'm asked that i do close myself down it's kind of like you, i can't turn it off but it's like a dimmer switch i can just turn it down so i'm not having all this stuff go on but every now and then i'll be sitting with somebody like uh our tax person that we had before and a ghost came in, I could see it, and he got all the information. I said, you know, I'm here for the taxes, not to do that. I wasn't even thinking about it. But sometimes it, they just come in, force the way in. Isn't that right? Yeah, especially when I'm on the road and traveling. If I'm staying at hotels, I can't tell you how many hotels I've been in. Where I'm like, are you kidding me? I try to explain this to the front desk. So I have a spirit that I'm dealing with that's keeping me up at night. And I have to help the spirit get to the light or whatever it is. <laughs> and then go about my day. Yeah. So. I'm told I'm not so fun to travel with <laughs> wow. or live either because I always end up on uh, sacred land myself or land where there's a lot of activity always. You know what? what's weird? We were staying on the – we were taking a little break. We went to the uh, old Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco on top of Knob Hill, and I wanted to stay in the old building, and um, we had a celebration there, and we had some experiences like I know spirit – dressed in a tux, open our champagne for us, believe it or not. But during the night when we, uh, we were there, the door to the adjacent suite, a light was on. We could hear people partying and all this. And then we went out to do something and came back. It was dark and quiet. Then in the middle of the night, the light was on and partying. So I, I asked the, either the desk or the concierge, I'm not sure, what's going on in that thing next to us where you're at? And I told him, Oh, it's vacant. Ain't nobody in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, this happened to me many times. And, uh, 
you know, they say, do you ever get used to it? Like, I get used to it, but sometimes it can be quite annoying when you're trying to actually really get some sleep and get out of body, get further along. But uh, I guess if I if I had too much of a, a demo, I turned it off. The spirit told me I'd be sitting on the couch and eating bonbons and watching TV and not out there and searching <laughs> humanity, so I get it. <laughs> I love bonbons. No. I know, I me bon- too. <laughs> <laughs> me three. So yeah, when we're off oh, duty, we're off duty, right? <laughs> yeah, well, never well, off duty for me. Never off, you guys are never off duty. You're never off duty. No, no, no. I, no, I can't stay for that. <laughs> Maybe I should learn to find that demo. Uh, is it alright if I give a few shout outs, guys? I'm, I'm on Please my... do, please Absolutely. do. Okay, because I don't even know where we are. Time, I'm like, I don't even have my manager with me. I'm actually. Um, and friends, believe it or not, and they're nice enough to give me their bedrooms. Okay, so I will be um, next Saturday. I want to let everybody know I'll be in Fort Lauderdale doing in-person readings, and they can call my office to get a hold of me to book an appointment and talk to uh, Shantae Powders, my manager. Also, the new book Ask White Dove has been out. It's relatively new, but uh, we have a new children's book coming out, and then a second uh, Ask White Dove. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited to let everybody know so many people flood the gates of Lilydale every year. I will be in Lilydale of State, New York, and that is Saturday, July 16th, and I'll be doing fundraiser readings for the kiddies, 1 to 5, the highlights at 7 p.m., and that will be July 17th. I'll be doing readings in person there at Lilydale as well. And then also, um, anybody wants to go on a cruise? Last time I went on a cruise with people, it was an adventure. I'll say uh, that's when Japan got hit. And we were actually out in sea, and we were safe. And everyone was calling my phone. I'll never forget that. <laughs> my sweet, I need a reading. Are we going to make it? Uh, but well, on this cruise, it's going to be, let's see here, October 22nd through the 27th. Please book now because we are actually trying to get that book so we know it's taken care of. And that's Psychic Adventures at Sea. And that will be private parties, gallery readings, dinners, and so forth. And they can just go to michellewhitedove.com, Instagram, any of uh, Facebook, any of my social sites. Google me, Google me. <laughs> yes, everyone's Einstein now thanks to Google. I'm like, you know, it's not That's soft. True. Even <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, now I know you're psychic for sure, Michelle, because Cheryl and I were going to ask you to state just what you did. Uh, but you got a couple minutes ahead of us, so there it is. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's quite all right. I'm just proving the point, you know. She's psychic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I forget that myself. You go, how do you, that's a deal. You just have people who go to me. You know, meantime, they're paying me, and then, you know, they're getting the reading. Then they go, how do you know that? And I got, well, good Lord, if if you thought I didn't know that, why would you sit down and get a reading? Right, pay, right. Pay money or, you know, do this. If you're, every time I'm saying something, how do you know that? And I just, oh, wow, that's hard to hold grace when they keep doing that one, but I've learned. The other thing, too, is like I've, I've heard people say to David, I was led to come to you, and you're here to get a reading from him, and you have the gift, too. So I was just like, that was that just blew me away when he would go to the psychic fairs and stuff, we, uh, the the psychic fair that he would go to. People would come, and I, I was led to come to you, and I just, it would blow me away. I was like, wow, so... You know, you have to you 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 have to believe it's right there in your face, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why I did the show. I was like, all right, now you guys have to believe. 
all their tests and everything. If you thought yeah. American Psychic Challenge was something six months international, you could go onto the YouTube or my channel or my social sites and you can see different tests that they did on that one. And that really takes it to a whole new level that I didn't even know was possible. But through, through spirit, anything's possible. I'm That's glad true. they did that because it shows public at large millions of people that watched it wow you know it's a big wow factor in there but i mean if that's not proof yeah. what is that's it they wanted the proof i gave it to them and especially you know, working with police officers you know that david and they're like oh, all right show me i'm like okay <laughs> and so once you validate you know which i think there's a certain amount of skepticism that's healthy and um i'm okay with that so i prove myself and once i do i find usually they're very they're fine they're like okay we we work together and I never take any money for that. I call it charity. It's by money, so it's just my way of giving back, another form of giving back. Yeah, me too. When I was in law enforcement, I you know, was called from all the way across the country, detectives, police officers, and other psychics working on cases. Gave some pretty amazing information, but I pretty much didn't solicit that at the time because I was in law enforcement, so why want to do that after I'm off work or whatever? You know what I mean? It just... I know that's just me, though. So, uh, But... You know, I guess a lot of psychics that are known have been asked, you know, by law enforcement. And it's some agencies absolutely refuse to admit they're working with a psychic, even though in the back door there's a psychic. Am I right? Yes, yes, it's so true. Thank you for saying that, David. Most people wouldn't even say that. And, and a lot of times, you know, what I do, I'll just say, listen, I'm going to do it, and I don't care about it. Just say you take all the credit. And they do. <laughs> they do. They do. They oh my do. gosh. And then they'll they say, do. On and a that's hunt, okay. I had a hunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll actually go to the location and I'm much more effective on the site, even, you know, even after. And if I can get to the location, then it's even better, quicker. And a lot of times, if they just listen and get the dogs out, uh, then we can get the kitties or get whoever it is in time. But if they don't get the dogs out, depending on nature, David, you know, then then a lot of times we lose them. So it's every second, just like law enforcement says, you know, the police officers, every second, every minute when it comes to, um, you know, people missing, it's, it counts. It's their life. It does. Uh, the longer, the, you know, duration of time goes by, the colder the case gets, and the more difficult it is to compile evidence and follow the trail. But when you bring somebody like you in, you can bring it right back up to date again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I do. Some people said, I had, here, here's a, one of the first people to ask me, somebody was calling me from Dubai, I guess it was, and she said, how can you see my mother? I'm in Dubai and you're in the United States. And I said, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I try to figure out how I can explain to her that the spirit realm divides yeah and uh yeah yeah that's daily that's it oh i'm not alone in dubai then thank god you're with me because i do have a lot of clients that are from dubai but uh it's like remote viewing wouldn't you say david our energy is there but yet it's here yes i i guess it is remote viewing thank you yeah it is i was thinking that was in my head remote viewing but i didn't want to say it you just brought it up i guess we're all yeah well they may be yeah, they, they make you in military. They train you to do that. And then also when I did Six Sense International, that was one of the challenges. No, I'm sorry. Forgive me. America's Stock Challenge on Lifetime. One of the challenges was I was in a park 
I had no idea where I was. On the phone, somebody handed me a phone, and I had to talk to the guy on the phone, but he wouldn't say anything. I, it was my job to go to the, the location that he was at, which was on the Queen Mary, and say exactly what he was seeing through his eyes, and I was able to do that. And I didn't even know I could do that until then. Yeah. But you can't. Some people think that, well, it's remote viewing. You have to be, there's certain protocols. You have to be trained in this and that, dude. But if you're a good psychic, forget about whatever terms it is. You're pretty much doing that most of the time anyway, even though, yeah. uh, I, you know, we're not like a, a real computer. It's just that we do it with the assistance of, of spirits or angels or guides mm-hmm. also. And, and that's why I said, oh, you're really good. I said, no, I, God... <laughs> Tweak me in this ability. Like if I can't be the uh, American Idol because I wasn't tweaked for voice, but I was tweaked for mediumship. That's my specialty. But I um, don't do it by myself. Somebody is always helping me, right? That's right. No, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think you know if I didn't have the, um, I'm so blessed to have a conviction or the faith or certainty that I have in spirit because I can get through a day and grace great and even peacefully but i i people say well how do you do that i want some of that can i get some of that and i'm like you really just have to just get in that love vibration and get in that grace you know it's and meet there in the middle of power out of your i call it your posse of angels or our guys and they'll assist you to do it yeah it's like my posse it's the best posse they're invisible That's too right. so they don't take up much room <laughs> or much of a bill so it's great <laughs> no it, it's uh it's it is you know and and people put it to the test but again i think in our field especially they I, I just have to say that there's a lot of people that are not in their integrity and so for those that are out there in their integrity and really you know taking the high road and doing the right thing and and coming from love and light that's i'm i'm all for that i believe that we should support more people like that i i do too we support them here on the program and other venues and that's why, you know, we believe in this and we believe in supporting each other, which is a good thing. And one last thing, because I know we've got about a minute left. And when I was in law enforcement, uh, somebody was debating to me about, oh, psychic, yeah, right. I said, well, how many times you said that you knew something because of your gut instinct or a gut feeling? Well, because I did. Yeah. I said, what do you think that is? Psychic, hello? <laughs> and then they were dumped. They couldn't. They didn't say anything after that. <laughs> Oh, that's the best part. Well, Michelle. Well, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Uh, Best wishes for all your endeavors. And remember, folks, visit uh, michellewhitedove.com with the three W's beforehand. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's been a pleasure and it's been fun. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure and fun, too. God bless you guys so much. Good night. Thank you. All right. Good night. God bless. Good night. But, well, Cheryl, that was a very, very interesting show tonight, and we thank all our listeners for listening in. We uh, ran out of time very quickly, but we hope you enjoyed our show, our Saturday, June 11, 2016 edition of Beyond the Gate Radio. Thank you, everybody. Be happy. Be safe. And good night. Good night, Cheryl. Good night, David, and thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Hope you have a great evening. Good night. Good night.